Good morning, gentlemen. Welcome back. We continue with Shmoyna Prakim of the Rambam, the eight chapters of the Rambam. And let's continue exactly where we left off the other day. We got ourselves back into it a little bit, how the Rambam's uh, outlook uh, looks when it comes to middle ground and meters, when it comes to how to achieve the middle ground and achieve balance, achieve what the balance is really control and the various settings a person can have and how ultimately, ultimately in every meter, the proper approach to life and to all the character traits and everything, everything is not too much, not too little, but in the middle, the, the balanced approach. And there is wiggle room within the balanced approach to go a little bit above, a little bit beyond, but a little bit mildly, not extremely, never extreme. So the Rambam continues with this. The Ram says something very, very, very important. Says the Ram. Our perfect and complete Torah, which gives us completion and perfection. And how do we know that that's the definition of the Torah? Says the Ram. How do I know that the Torah is perfect and gives us perfection, complete and gives us completion? How do I know that? Says the Rambam. The Pasuk itself, the Torah itself, testifies to this. Says the Ram, the Torah itself tells us that it's Tamima. And the function of that Torah is to is to restore the soul, to, to give stability and balance the soul. The testimony of Hashem, that's the Torah. Again, the Torah is 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 um, solid, it's solid, stable. Machim it provides us with correct outlook on life. So says the Rambam, the Torah, which in the self-referential pasuk is complete, is perfect, gives us, us completion, gives us perfection. Says the Rambam. He asks a question. He's asking a question. Um, <clears throat> where do we find in the Torah, if the Torah is so... <laughs> excuse me. Thank you so much. Is, is perfect and bestows perfection, is complete and confers completion to us. So if it's so important, says the Rambam, to know that the correct approach to character traits to meet this is not too much, not too little. We don't want to have excess of amida. We don't want to have a lack of amida. We want to be right in the middle of everything, middle ground of not too excessively generous, not too excessively stingy, not excessively impatient, not excessively patient, tolerant. How come the Torah doesn't tell us that anywhere? Where, where's, where's the... Where is the section in the Torah that deals with this? There should be a discussion in the Torah about how to work on your midas. There should be psukim, halachas, mitzvahs, mitzvahs that, that tell us have this middle gro- middle ground approach, the balanced approach. So the Rambam is giving us a definition of the Torah, and he's using that definition to produce a question. The definition he's giving us is that the Torah is there to give us perfection, completion, make us wholesome people, wholesome, full, complete Yidin. That's what the Torah is there for. So why doesn't the Torah give us, if it's so important, this approach to life and approach to me, this, in every aspect the Torah is there to give me perfection, why doesn't the Torah give me this key to perfection also, if it's so important? Now Liz, the Ram is going to answer with a, with a 
whole whole um, development over here of ideas. Let, 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 let's take this step by step over here. We see what the Rambam is going to produce in answering this question. V'amnam says the Rambam. Says says the Rambam before we reveal what the answer is, where we find. Um, the truth in this question, this great question of the Torah again, is there to give us balance, give us perfection, give us harmony, give us completion, give us a wholesome approach to life. Why did the Torah spell out the Rambam's approach? So there's the Rambam. First of all, you got to know the bottom line over here is what does the Torah want from us? What is the Ratzanah Torah? How does the Torah want us to live? In a very normal, healthy, balanced way. That's First of all, says the Rambam. It's, that's, that is a you know, unquestionable tenet over here. The Torah wants from us live a normal, healthy, balanced life. Torah wants us to eat normally, drink normally, live normally. We're not supposed to be people that run away from indulgences, that run away from this world, run away from enjoyments. To have normal, healthy, marital relations. Um, not for a person to run away from his wife, to have healthy, normal approach to marital relations as well, and not to shun the concept of physical intimacy. To live in a normal, healthy, balanced way, to live, live amongst people, live in society, not in seclusion. Not to isolate oneself. Eat normally, drink normally, live normally. Dwell with other people in a normal, balanced way. Dress normally, dress in a presentable, comfortable manner. Don't dress in clothes that are, are you know, sackcloth and, and um, coarse, coarse fibers to uh, create discomfort. The Rambam is a very big proponent over here, and he keeps stressing this again and again and again. Emphasizes. That the point and the goal of the Torah, the goal of all mitzvahs, is to give us a normal, balanced approach to life. Normal, be normal in all matters. There shouldn't be anything there that a person says that I, that I run away from this. I, I can't do this, and I can't look. I can't look at this, and I want to. I want to be involved with this, and I want to know about this. Everything that's there is there to be used, perused, not abused, but not disused either. For us to be able to have it with balance and use it and 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 um, have the right approach all matters what was that except for sins and for harmful things except for sins and for horrible things harmful sins and harmful things drugs also listen to say drugs uh, drugs is a very uh, is a very broad no, I mean drugs yeah, that's right. I mean, the same thing in food. You know, don't eat poison, right? Yeah. Don't 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 drink uh, don't drink um, you know liquid Drano, right? <laughs> so, but 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 Rabbi's talking about like the concept, the concept of food, the concept of drink, the concept of pharmaceuticals. Is it pharmaceuticals? For someone to say, I don't take medicine, I don't take medicine. That's not a normal way to you know. I don't take aspirin when I have a headache. I don't take Advil. When I have a headache. I have a headache. I say Hashem wants me to have the headache right now. But that's not a normal way to live, right? Hashem gave you Advil to help you with your headache. Why, why have a headache? Get impair impair your functioning, right? That's Amish. What? Amish way. Exactly. So that's not a normal, healthy, balanced approach, right? 
So uh, there are pharmaceuticals, there are drugs that are unequivocally bad, but the concept of pharmaceuticals, there's foods that are unequivocally bad. Don't, don't, don't eat spoiled meat. Don't eat, don't eat rotten mushrooms. You'll turn into a mushroom, right? Don't do that. But the concept of eating, the concept of drinking, the concept of, of pharmaceuticals, or the concept of drugs, is, it has to be also balanced in all matters, balanced in all things, the proper way of doing it. Um, so it sounded what you just uh, cited. Sounded like we are almost encouraged to try anything and everything. <coughs> no, no, no. In a balanced way. In a balanced way. So you mentioned adultery. So the Ramah saying like, try adultery, but adultery is one aspect, one facet of the concept of physical intimacy. So physical intimacy is there to be done the right way. Adultery is doing physical intimacy in the wrong way. Doing heroin. Is, is pharmaceuticals in the wrong way. But an Advil for a headache, there's pharmaceuticals in the right way. What about uh, Advil that's, that's relating to a deity in the wrong way, right? It's related to the right? That's exactly, that's right, that's right. That's right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so says the Rambam, you want us to try to find, now, now that we have this idea that the Torah champions normalcy, balance in all matters, and it's not, nothing in life, no concept that you're supposed to just shun and say, this concept is trafe, this concept is, has to be avoided, this concept is, I can't, I can't have anything to do with that concept, it's a very unhealthy, abnormal way to live. We begin to do, we do begin to find sources for this. If we, if we have the correct, you know, outlook, the correct perspective, we have our course set straight over here, we can, if we look around, find some sources here and there, one source. Ram, interestingly enough, comes from the Nazir, the Nazirite. Who's the Nazir? What does a Nazir do? Don't drink wine. Rape Jews. They don't cut their hair. They can't go into a cemetery. Okay, for how long they are? It depends what they say. If he doesn't say anything... Why? Oh, very good. So let's see. The Ram's going to talk about a Nazir right now. Very good. Day before yesterday, I was talking to my wife. I don't know what the camera is. I said, no, is there what is this? I never heard. I tried the to day before it. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So you knew this was coming. You felt the look. Look at this. I don't know. This was our very next topic over here in the Rambam. So you, 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 very hard. Very hard. It's Ruach HaKadosh over here. Moshe. Ni Moshe ad Moshe come Kamosha. We have a, a Moshe over here. Channeling the Ruach HaKadosh, right? Okay. So yeah, you mamashed it on the head. The Nazi is the next discussion. So the Nazi is someone who, who uh, abstains from wine, abstains, right? he doesn't cut his hair, doesn't yeah, become tummy. Good, good, we're good. What about the kiddush? What he drinks? He doesn't do it. He has challah. It's on challah. That's it. Yeah, the Gemara asks us. Yeah, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? Kiddush on challah. Or he makes kiddush on, uh, you can make it on, on, on scotch, on whiskey. Any product or no from beer. You make it on beer. Any product no from wine. That's right. There's no grape products. Uh, vinegar? We well, can't. We can't have no, wine vinegar. Wine, wine vinegar, you can't have. You can have. Uh, you have laboratory engineered vinegar. But uh, yeah, so very good. The Gemara, the Gemara talks about that making kiddush. Right? What the nazir does for kiddush. So, but anyway, getting back to the nazir. So nazir is someone who is abstaining from wine, and as Adam pointed out, stam nazir If nazir says I'm going to be a nazir, it's thirty days. But he could, if he wants, he can say I'm going to be a nazir for six months. 
once you can say I'm going to be an Azir for a year, once you can say I'm going to be an Azir until you know, until uh, until Mashiach comes. That's right. So, so hopefully that'll leave it. That'll, that'll be. Um, yeah, Sooner than later, right? Hopefully that will be less than 30 days even. Who knows? Uh, but anyway, so a nazir abstains from things. A nazir is into abstinence and he, he avoids wine. He avoids grape juice. He's being, it's precious, right? That's abstinence. And we would ask ourselves, so how do you look at the nazir? You say, wow, look about, this is such a holy man. This is a holy, holy person. We drink wine. We drink wine. We get shikr. We drink a little too much, right? This person... This Nazir, Gemara says, why does he become a Nazir? He becomes a Nazir, now let's get to Ramosha's question. Gemara asks the same question as Ramosha. Why would someone become a Nazir, right? Why would he say, I want to be a Nazir? So Gemara says, why is he going to be a Nazir when he, he sees firsthand the dangers of, of wine, frivolity, what can happen when a person gets too, too lightheaded by drinking wine, gets the person in trouble, he witnesses the Saita, what happens to the, spe- the Saita with the whole gory spectacle. He says, look, look what wine can do to you. I'm going to have to be very careful. I'm gonna, I, don't want to, I don't want to get in trouble the way wine can get people in trouble. Hareini Nazir, he says. I'm going to, behold, I accept upon myself, he says, to be a Nazir, and he abstains from wine. So he's doing it. He knows that wine can get you in trouble. He wants to avoid all the trouble that comes with wine. So one could look at the Nazir and say, there's someone to be admired. There's someone to look up to. Such a holy person is willing to, to, to um, avoid wine. Bako, miko, go, wine, grape, grape juice, grape products, Wine products, he's willing to avoid, and he's, he's abstaining from the whole caboodle out of fear of sin, out of fear of hate, out of fear of shamayim. What a holy person. So the Ramah says, Ramah is going to show us that that's not really the Torah's take on the Nazir. The, the Torah does not regard the Nazir as, we say, the Spitz, holy person, is the, the, the holiest of the holy, the highest of the high, maybe not even the sweetest of the sweet. It's not how we look at the Nazir. We don't look at him as someone who is the role model. We don't look at the Nazir as the person that you put up on the pedestals. Everyone should be like the Nazir. In fact, the Torah regards the Nazir very much um, in the opposite way. Let's see. Says the Rabbam, the Amr bin Nazir, the Nazir who is abstaining from wine to avoid sin. Pazik says, that when the Nazir is done with his Nazirus, what happens, Rabbi said, when the Nazir finishes being a Nazir? What does he do? To go, to the mikvah. go to the mikvah. No, 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 no. Gold Everyone uh, should go to the mikvah. No, you think of the mitzvah. The mitzvah goes to the mikvah. That's what Arthur is thinking of, right? Not right. He, he brings karbanis. He brings karbanis. How does he end the naziris, though? Oh. He ends the naziris by bringing a, a whole package of karbanis. Yeah. Okay? That's how he ends the naziris. He brings three karbanis, three different karbanis. He shaves off all his hair, and they, they, they cook one of the karbanis. They actually add his hair, and the hair becomes the fuel for the fire cook one of the karbanas that he brings. He brings three karbanas, and that's what ends his naziris. That's how he ends his naziris. That's why nowadays, can someone become a nazir, Rabbi? So can you become a nazir nowadays? No, the answer is yes, you can. But can you get out of being a nazir nowadays? You can't end naziris nowadays. Because yeah. the only way to end your naziris is that and there, there was a person in the early 1900s who was, you know, the famous Yid. He was called the nazir, Talmud of uh, Rif Kook. He was, uh, lived in Yerushalayim. He grew out of here. He became a nazir. He became a nazir, knowing that that uh, until the Beis HaMikdash is rebuilt, he's not going to be able to end his Naziris. You can only end your Naziris by bringing Karbanas. You can, any one of us, I don't recommend it. No. Because you're going to be stuck. Don't try it at home. That's right. Arthur became another. Arthur became another. Wow, congratulations, Arthur. When did this happen? <laughs>
Uh, well, sure. It says uh, that Cohen has to appear nicely. That's right. So we won't let him work in the base on Mikdash. We have other things for him to do. We have other things for him to do. Keep him busy. What? Is the Nazarite same thing? Yes, Nazarite. Not Nazarite, not Nazareth. Not Nazareth. Two different things. Don't confuse them. Bring carbon and yobekia. So. Well, if you want to, it's a chiv kares. It comes attached with a. You get kares for that. Yeah. So don't 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 try that one at home either. But Rabbi, so let's let's say we're drifting a little bit up here. We're I sense that we're drifting. So let's get back on track over here. Get back on topic. So the nazir. How does the Torah look at the Nazir? So the Nazir has to end his Nazirus by bringing Karbana. So again, the answer is, uh, first one wants to be a Nazir nowadays? You yes, cannot. of course you could. You could. Yeah, but you, can't you could. Get out. You can't get out of being a Nazir nowadays. Right. You right. could one, become one, a Nazir, but you can't one, get out of it. If a person one, says, Harani Nazir, Midarais, he's obligated to keep all the prohibitions of a Nazir. If a person would say that nowadays. And Kol Nidre? You ended on Kol Nidre? The only way, so Shlomo's actually, Shlomo's cleverly pointing out, the only way to get out of Nazir nowadays is to do Hataras Nadar, but you can't just get up by Kol Nidre and your Nazir vow. You have to sit down with a panel and they have to really see if there's a way for you to get out. It's not so simple, right? But, okay, there has to, that would only work if it was done under uh, false pretenses or mistaken information. Maybe if a person would accept, if a person would declare himself a Nazir nowadays thinking that he could get out of Nazirus and not realizing that he's stuck, maybe we would do a Hataras Nadar for such a person because it was done under a mistaken, mistaken, um, you know, assumptions and presumptions. But anyway, anyway let's get back to the rabbit. So the, the, um, Ram is telling us that there's a Nazir, Ram is talking about the Nazir, and the Nazir is the person who ha- is abstaining from many, many things. And how does the Torah look at the Nazir? Again, the Nazir has to end his Nazir by bringing three Karbanas. And one of the Karbanas is described as being, he says, it says, This Pazik and this Karban is actually brought by a Nazir who has to restart this Nazir. So if a Nazir becomes Tameh in the middle of the Nazirus, then he has to also bring carbonus to start all over again. He has to re- mm. reboot the Nazirus. And he, uh, reset, he has to reset his Nazirus. Um, and the Pazik says he also has to bring a set of carbonus. And it says, V'chipar olo me'ashar chota al ha-nefesh. The um, kain who brings the carbon for the Nazir will atone for the Nazir. He's going to atone for him. For the fact that Nazir sinned. Me'ashar chota al ha-nefesh. Nazir sinned a sin of the soul. What sin did the Nazir do? What, what did he sin with? He was a holy person, a holy, pious person, holiest of the holy. Vamu Rabbi Sein Zechran the Gemara says, Chazal asked this question, what, what sin, what, what is a sin? What was the sin of the soul? Which soul sinned over here? The Nazir, what was the sin? This is the Gemara, an eye-opening, eye-opening, eye-popping, jaw-dropping idea. You know what the sin of the Nazir was, what the Torah is referring to, the sin? That he abstained from wine, he denied himself wine. Hmm. He denied himself the pleasure of wine. He deprived himself of one of the pleasures and the joys that Hashem put into this world. And and and, and for that he is called a sinner, or it says he's a chayte. And the Gemara constructs a kavachaymer argument based on this. A nazir who deprives himself of the pleasures of wine. He needs an atonement. He said, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to, you know, go um, 
cold turkey over here, and I'm going to be dry, kick the habit, I'm going to stop drinking wine. Entirely, entirely. So he needs a kapar, he needs an atonement for that, for the fact that he denied himself wine. Someone who denies himself all manners of, 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 of uh, you know, nice things that Akash Baruch Hu put into this world, foods, nice foods and nice drinks, and nice uh, dressing normally and nicely, and, and living normally and nicely, and eating and drinking normally and nicely, a person denies himself these things, denies and deprives himself, all the more so, because the Gemara, as such a person, is going to need an atonement, has to have a kapara. And the Rambam is showing us, beginning to construct over here, the answer to the question, the yes, he began by asking, so where does the Torah talk about this approach to life? The Rambam again believes the correct approach to life is balanced in all matters, normalcy in all matters, the Rebbeim didn't put things here for me to run away from them. The Rebbeim didn't put experiences and indulgences in this world for me to shun them, to deny myself them. So he's showing us now what this is his first of a few sources he's going to put together. And the first source is the surprising source of the Nazir. And we see from the Nazir that what? <clears throat> the Nazir is, 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 is castigated somewhat, is, is looked at critically somewhat for the fact that he denied himself the pleasures of alcohol, of drinking wine. Uh, we call him a choyte. We say he needs a kapar. He's an atonement. He needs to atone for the fact that he avoids something. Now, there's a huge, profound idea going on over here. And this goes hand in hand with the Rambam's approach over here to all matters. The Rambam's approach is that if Rebunisham put something into this world, he didn't put it in a concept, in, a, in an experience. He didn't put it in for the sole purpose of just tripping me up. He put into this world for it to be experienced, for it to be utilized, for it to be enjoyed. That's why it's here. Rebbeim doesn't put. There may be specific examples of an experience we mentioned that are here to be avoided, but the overall concept, overall concept of of anything, any 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 experience in life is not here to be a, a michshol for me, but is here to be appreciated. Is here to be used in the right and correct method. Um, that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu put it into this world. And the Nazir, the Nazir is avoiding things. The Nazir is saying, I'm going to avoid things that Rebbein Shem put here. He needs an, an atonement. When does someone need an atonement? You need an atonement when you have become far from Hashem, when you drifted, when you're distanced from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When a person becomes distanced from Hashem, that's when he needs an atonement. What the Ram is saying is that there's multiple ways of being distant from the Rebbe I can be distant because I sinned, or I can be distant because I'm avoiding things that Hashem put in this world for me. Hashem put wine here for me, and I avoid wine. That's distancing myself from the Rebbe I'm distancing myself from Hashem by avoiding things that Hashem is giving me. That's another type of distancing. That's why you need a kapar. That's why you need a tome. It's a very deep idea. So that if I avoid things that Hashem put here, I'm avoiding Hashem. Avoiding Hashem, because Hashem put these things here for me to enjoy, for me to utilize. That's why you need a kapara. I so why is the nazir then doing a nazir, being a nazir altogether? Why why did the Torah give me the concept of nazir? If a person is branded as a chayte, he needs a kapara. Why did the Torah give me this concept of a nazir? Teretz is it's why the Rebbe goes together with the Rambam said earlier that sometimes you need emergency measures. A person is supposed to have balance in all matters, normalcy in all matters. But if a person sees that I have a meter that's out of whack, that I have to control, that I have to temper, that I have to break, then you can go to an extreme. Extreme uh, 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 behaviorism in order to establish and assert control over something to break amida. So the, the, the nausea is an emergency measure. It's an emergency measure for someone to rest control of his behavior. He doesn't want to be excessively silly, frivolous, etc. So in order to break that amida, 
he abstains from wine, but it's only meant to be a temporary measure for him to be able to get back on track. And even then, the fact that he had to temporarily abstain from something, there's an element of a chet over there, an element of distancing from HaKash Baruch even though it was necessary, it was a means to an end. The end is purposeful, but the means are non-ideal, therefore he needs a kapara. Okay, we'll stop over here, continue with Hashem tomorrow, and everyone should have a wonderful today.